Can you, in Constant Bug's voice, tell us about when you lost your virginity? <laughs> yes! Oh my god! Yes! That's a good question. Well, I had a baby carrot, then it grew into an adult-sized carrot. Alright, everyone, welcome back to a very, very special segment of the Hot Seat, because today we have in the Hot Seat, Mr. Eric Bowser. It's hot. The okay. seat is hot. So just so you know, uh, you've been on a hot seat before? I have not been on a hot seat in a while. I have a very cold ass, so nice. I'm ready for this. So basically, we're just gonna fire some questions at you. Obviously, we might get a little bit steamy, but before we do that, we're gonna start extremely dry and cold with our man over there, Mr. Barquan. All right. Hello. Hi. And what's up, bud? Uh, nothing much. Jeez. If you could make a sandcastle, Mm -hmm. Of any tragic event, which one would it be? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I would have to say the Titanic. Um, Very good choice. I was kind of oddly, <laughs> oddly obsessed with uh, the Titanic as a kid. I don't know the movie. Well, uh, <laughs> especially the movie. <laughs> but uh, Billy Zane, you know, I love Billy Zane. I'm a huge Billy Zane fan. Um, not a Leo fan, but a Billy Zane fan. That's who you like. Billy Zane in a wig, always. Good. That was the first time I saw Titty at a theater. Really? <laughs> Titty at a theater. <laughs> I think mine was uh, Tango and Cash with my mom and my aunt, of all people. Oh, Gross. My cousins took me to the theater and I saw tits, and they were like, what are we going to tell his parents? But this is about you. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's quite the hot seat question. But yeah, I, I, I remember getting this book as a kid, and it was like the, the details of the Titanic and what had happened. And I was like, should I be reading this? It's kind of tragic. Um, but I just remember the images, and it was like very tastefully done, like oil painting, like images of the events of the Titanic. Oh. The painting of an iceberg. Of the crashes. Yeah, of the cry of people like in lifeboats and kids and women and, and people in the water and I and long before the movie came out and I was just like I was just so fascinated by it. By people dying and drowning? And yeah. Oh wow. It's so really you're, weird. You're in the uh, like voice acting field, which I think in a, for in a, for a lot of people, that's already outside of the normal like um, traditional job, right? It's like not engineer or doctor or whatever. As a kid, what was your dream job? I think it was, I, I knew, uh, at least uh, at least by the eighth grade, uh, that I wanted to work in animation. Wow. How did you even wow. know that was a job? Eighth yeah. grade. Uh, well, because I remember getting the uh, this book, and again, it was not the Titanic book, I'm moving <laughs> away from tragedy, <laughs> to, uh, to the, it was like the art of Disney, and it, it profiled almost every piece of animation from like, you know, um, like even the old school black and white one. The one with the dinosaur, I always forget the name. That's that's how much of a... Uh, the Land Before Time? Even before that, the very, I think it was like Gertie the Dinosaur or something, and it was like the very first time we ever saw like a moving animated wow. image. Wow. And it was like from that all the way up until like uh, Beauty and the Beast, I think, was the, the movie. It was like Little Mermaid, then Beauty, Beauty and the, the Beast, Beast. was like the modern one at the time? That was the one. Because yeah. I remember the next year they released the same book, but like with like Aladdin or whatever. So I remember just seeing images of people at their desks and like, you know, they would be in a room like this and they would be with, with, with like a pointer stick kind of like going through storyboards. Definitely and couldn't have been a room like this. It was very similar to a room like this. <laughs> and uh, you, you, you would be surprised 
how many times you've probably driven by an animation studio or sound recording studio in this city and not even known it was there wow. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember looking at that book and going, oh wow, there's, there's grown-ups, you know, like making this stuff. And I always thought that was probably what I, I'm going to do when I'm older. But I didn't know how I was going to get into it or how it would lead to voiceover. I, that was complete. So you knew it was like the industry you wanted to get into, yes. but you didn't know what specific job. Right. So it's like, I could draw, I could do this, I could do that. Yeah, because most people would know, like, go to school for theatrical dramatic arts if you want to be an actor. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know, like, to be a voice actor, I didn't know that's, you know, it all starts with good acting. So what if I could do wacky voices? That gets you to the door, but what keeps you in the room is the good acting. The believability of this character that you're trying to portray. When, when did you know you were good at animation and drawing? Uh, as a kid, I was always the one in class where everyone, if there was a project that involved art or drawings, I would always be the one where other kids would be like, can you draw this for me? Like, <laughs> you were that kid? I'll give you a Twinkie cool. if you draw this. And clearly, I work with Twinkies. But, um, but yeah, it was even teachers, they were like, can you, can you draw the the program can you i did a caricature of the teachers entire also soliciting your skills yes. <laughs> teachers teachers before grade long, these papers for yeah. me. long before the art teacher before me too movement uh i was being abused by teachers no i'm just kidding <laughs> i had nothing but support from my teachers growing up as, as a kid even in high school like almost everyone has like a bad experience in either elementary school or high school yeah. or college i've had nothing but pure luck when it's come to wow. You know, people knew that I was distracted easily, but instead of scolding me for that, they would say, go do the morning announcements. So I would do the announcements. Is that public schools? Yeah, Catholic public school. Wow. You were just doing the wacky voices? All the time. I was making fun of teachers. I was... Wow, I was so cool. The valedictorian in high school, and I should have not. There were like so many. But because they liked your voice? They were like, do we want to be bored by like a couple nerds or like entertained by this kid? And they picked me, and I was doing like impressions of all the teachers and stuff. And I don't know, it was, it was wild. Was there ever, sorry, is, was, did you ever do a talent show or like anything like that? I was always hosting like those shows, uh, like for assemblies and school functions and stuff. I was always making videos. There's, there's, you know, I have them all still on VHS. Like I was editing and shooting video and yeah, you know, like there's always a kid. We always knew a kid in, in school that did that or gravitated towards it. I imagine that's what you guys, you know, you guys are entertainers. You guys are all the same. We're, we're all freaks here. So um, <laughs> yeah. we, we copied just people we knew, but you right. copied the greatest. Well, I mean, but still, you're here. I'm on your show, by the way. I'm, I'm just a guest here. I'm not the host. So I, I feel like, how did we even get Bugs Bunny here? Because, <laughs> uh, man, you, 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 someone said you'd pay me in lumpia so i'm like uh, yeah. still waiting for that I... bar what the hell dude my, my mom's coming soon to bring it <laughs> but, uh where did you grow up uh scarborough so, uh, so scarborough ontario that? this is oh. where uh mike myers came from john candy uh drake uh, wow <laughs> this is the difference between a canadian upbringing and an american upbringing mm. what's the difference what is <laughs> i'm not following life is nicer uh, Look, his teachers are nice. Oh, yeah. No well, one's beating his true. ass every that's day. True. true. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Like I'm sure there's some amazing people here, and I mean, look, you know, again, we're we're looking at you guys from our our point of view. Like, in America? Yeah, we're we're we're. Did you grow up thinking America was batshit crazy? 
Yes. <laughs> I know though. I know. Yeah, but I live here. I live here. I'm, I don't live. I've lived the last 15, 20 years here. So, so when have you used your uh, impression skills that got you in trouble? Ooh, in trouble. Um, in trouble. In trouble. Hmm. Probably like prank calls, I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, so good. You know when? Uh, does, does that even exist anymore? Uh, I was a huge fan of the Jerky Boys, if you guys remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah! That's the, Boys. this is Kerpal, right? I kicked your dog. You kicked that's, that's in that same era. Yeah. I remember that. I remember yeah. Kerpal, yeah. Fuck you, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do not tell me fuck you. Did you, did, yeah. did you do a lot of prank calls growing up? Oh yeah, all the time. Cause, oh, oh man, I love those. I mean, just, I, I wasn't, wasn't specifically a voice. I guess it was just like, any, any, anything. I did him as yourself. Yeah. <laughs> he just likes prank no, calling. Shit. Eric, is that you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess, but I don't even remember a time where I was caught for doing that and got in trouble. That's a good, I might have to, might have to Aww. come back and think about that. It's a very interesting question, gotten in trouble. Hmm. Has there ever been a time where you're like, man, I don't want to keep doing this this job or this industry. oh man for me like I think and and you guys can agree it's like this industry will never tell you to stop or take a break it's almost like you can't right yeah. because yeah. as soon as you stop it's someone else is gonna do yeah. it oh yeah it feels like you're always not doing enough right yeah but again you guys are like it's the Wild West right now it's self-sustained you, you have like amazing equipment in here you guys have amazing editors and like production value and stuff and and no one's telling you to stop, right? It's like you no, we we burnt out and then we fell off. Oh wow! Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> We've been online for about sixteen years, man, with no breaks. No breaks. Yeah, and no one just breakups. But I'm not complaining. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. Exactly. It's I mean, fun. we get to do what we love for a living. And this is my break from my other things that I do now. Right. So this used to be my main thing, but now it's like. I've done, I do other things, I come here and I'm like, thank God I'm here with you guys. I think that's the ultimate doom, right? Is like when you start feeling like, and this is how it started feeling at the animation job that I had, was I felt like the, you know, like the lettuce guy at Taco Bell. Like someone would hand me a taco and I'd be like, okay, here's the lettuce. Here's hand it to the tomato guy. And that's kind of how animation felt because I was the guy that was, you know, I would get a script and a storyboard and I would have to draw like the final poses of someone and then hand that off to an animator and they would make that character move. Very um, assembly line almost. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I miss the most about working in animation is the camaraderie, right? Mm -hmm. It's being around people that like all we would do is, you know, you know, like like get trashed uh, on Fridays and like show up to work late leave late, uh, send each other dumb videos over chats. You know, you're at this desk for like eight hours drawing. Yeah. Negotiate the deadline over, over. Yeah, oh my God, go get a coffee break. Of so this is the uh, 10 minute, 52 second uh, portion of the video where we start turning up the heat on our questions oh, and stuff like that. God, okay. I know Chris has got a really great question for you. Of course she does. I have a good one for you. Have right. you ever used your voices in the bedroom? In the bedroom? Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, when I make my bed in the morning? Yeah. Uh, Once you bust, you're like, blah, 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 blah. that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Can you do that? Can you do that? I mean, uh, I mean. Can you say my volcano blew and then blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I might, I might not ever use that voice again, but uh, um, I, I, you are recording it. That's good. I mean, there's 
three cameras here and a phone. No, we're not recording. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, Porky's that we both only wear a jacket with nothing else underneath. That's it. Oh. And a bow tie, no pants. Yeah, that's all folks. To the ladies, yeah. But um, I don't think I have, and I think that, you know. No one's ever asked you? Yeah. Never. No, never, never. I, I haven't dated wow. anyone that uh, that kinky or that daring. Uh, so you never had an animation groupie? Um, and they're like, oh, do the voice. Animation <laughs> groupie? Yeah, animation groupie. Yeah, right away. Super wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right away, obviously, with my, my first answer of, um, obviously, maybe I have, but it was never like like that. It was no. never like, hey, can you do the voice while I'm, you know. <laughs> has, any, has anyone ever asked you? When I'm about to harambe. Has, it, <laughs> has anyone ever asked you to do a voice that doesn't exist? Like, oh, can you please do the Wiley e. Coyote voice? <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, yeah, and <laughs> I'll me. just draw it out for them. Has there a bit, been a time that you were super frustrated that you couldn't get the voice right? Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, again, like... Uh, Wiley Coyote. I would say, well, <laughs> uh, 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 Bugs, but also like... Uh, I was like, uh, 2012 they rebooted Ninja Turtles, and I was uh, maybe the third or fourth person to voice Raphael in the pilot. Oh, wow. And then later they're like, well, you know, we, we really enjoyed, you know, and I also did like a live event. Like it, all the things were leading up to wow. like me voicing Raph. Wow. And then I got uh, switched out. Oh. The last minute. With this uh, young actor by the name of uh, Sean Astin. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. Uh, he was in Lord of the Rings. Uh, he was Mikey from Goonies. He's a very famous actor. Oh, yeah. And uh, a super nice guy. And did a hell of a job as Raphael. Um, but you're like, fuck this guy. <laughs> but he wasn't like, you gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <Crumpet. laughs> that That's like one of my favorite versions of Raph, is yeah, the live action. I don't like one. the new Ninja Turtles, how they changed them. I like the surfer guys that oh, I yeah, grew up right, with. Right, the classics. Yeah, the I, I mean, I think yeah. that they have to change it, I guess, because, you know, it, I, I'm gonna get like more business in a sense where like they want to make new toys, they want to make stuff different. They have to keep and like Taylor Swift, right? They have to keep reinventing or whatever to kind of maintain those rights or to to kind of I don't know, just to to keep things different. I'm gonna I'm disagree with you because they didn't do that to Mikey. I mean Mickey. 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 But they Mickey haven't reinvented Mickey Mouse. No, but like they didn't fucking make. Okay, so the difference is they kept Mickey cute. They didn't make Mickey all buff and shit with veins popping out, looking all weird and shit. Like, that's what they did to the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, they were cute, cool ninjas, man. And then they put them on steroids. Yeah. And it yeah, was like, yeah. what the hell's going on? They don't believe, they don't belong in a fucking... Uh, Super uh, jacked. They don't, it's, like, it's a, it's a, it's a bodybuilding show now. Well, yeah, again, well, they're mut mutants, right? So, like, they might have, they might have mutated into bigger, badder, you know... But they look like a throbbing boner. I don't like that. I just want to see a, a Ninja Turtle... Nice flaccid turtle. How different? Yeah, a flaccid turtle. How different was that other guy's Raph to yours? Well, uh, d definitely, uh, I loved his performance, Sean's performance as Raph, because he has that kind of naturally, kind of gruff, kind of husky sounding voice, mm -hmm. you know, and that's kind of the attitude that they were aiming for for that character, and it was natural. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I may have been putting. Actually, I I think this is actually one of the notes was that at the time. Jason Biggs from American Pie was voicing Leo. And my voice, my natural voice print, was kind of similar to his. Oh. 
that edge kind of sound. And I was trying to be a little bit more gruff and, and, and act in a different way, which was different from how he was acting. Yeah, your voice does sound like Jason Bay's voice. But at the end of the day, the edge of my voice sounds a lot similar to his. Oh, they wanted something different. Yeah, and if you listen to Sean Astin, he has like this really kind of, the way he talks is so much different then. But but it's funny because he, Jason Biggs ended up getting switched out with Seth Green, which later was so different from everyone else. So again, it's sometimes you can't get mad at not getting a voice because it's not really politics, it's just how the chemistry works and all that stuff. Mm. And even with Bugs, like I auditioned for Bugs and it was literally 10 years had gone by until they auditioned him again and then that's when I booked it. So I think uh, if there are young voice actors, uh, performers out there, it doesn't have to be voice, It'll come around. When one door closes, three open. Uh, we gotta turn up the heat even more because I feel like this is just a very It was a nice disappointing answer yeah. for no, you. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm gonna lie and say all the ladies I've dated, I've done so many voices in the sack okay. that, you know, I can't even have an erection now without <laughs> going <laughs> yeah. Woody, Woody that's Woodpecker. That's what we want. Woody Woodpecker! Alright, can we do this? Hi, um, that's gonna be passed around a lot on Twitter you, you tomorrow. Can, you can say um, no, but um, but I'm sure you won't say no. Can you, in constant Bugs voice, tell us about when you lost your virginity? <laughs> yes! Oh my god! Yes! <laughs> Good question. You I can, mean, you, you do have a son, so we're pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, you can't lie. This yeah. is a story that you can tell him. Just now, use euphemisms. But, yeah. Well, I had a baby carrot, then it grew into an adult-sized carrot. <laughs> no, and then I'll stop there. I have to, I want to keep the job. Uh, I just got, I feel like I just got here. And it, I mean, they'll let me say that, and then it's, they're like, okay, if you okay, said okay, anything okay. further. Yeah. Oh, the, damn, that would have been I so will, good. I will, yeah, oh boy. I was like, it, oh. Have you um, ever dealt with, like, having to tell your parents what you do for a living and then like them just like being, what is that? Well, you know, I think at the beginning they were like, so you're gonna do what? You know? Because y'all cartoons all day? <laughs> <laughs> Again, they, they, they knew what kind of kid I was growing up and I, I don't think it was a surprise. And I was also very nurtured by um, uh, an uncle, my, my mom's eldest brother, who was like the first family member on that side to immigrate from the Philippines to like Canada. And he was like, it's, it's too fucking cold here. So he moved, <laughs> he, moved, he moved to LA and he passed away like last year, unfortunately. Oh. But he was the guy that was like always sending me clippings of like, hey, look at this. Like, Come to LA. Yes, oh. always. And I have all those clippings still. Nice. Oh. And uh, it's crazy. Like newspaper clippings? Mm -hmm. LA Times, I was always like, oh. he would date it and like, you know, wow. send a couple bucks if he could and just be always like the guy that was like, hey, you're gonna move here one day and uh, you're gonna work in this industry. And it wasn't even like a question. Wow. wow. What, what, did awesome. he work in the industry or what did he do? He worked in like real estate and uh, you know, owed the IRS a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> like all agents. Have you ever been approached to do a, a voice acting job that you were like, uh, either not down for or uncomfortable to do or uh, yes 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 if you uh, if you like uh, Japanese hentai oh uh, I love it oh, holy <laughs> shit for real yeah he does all no. the girls if you just click back on your browser uh, to what you were watching yesterday uh, it's probably me uh, no no uh, just other other roles that uh, you know Maybe like uh, unspoken might should be done by a certain person or whoever has held it the longest 
you know, but at the end of the day, as performers, you can't, it's not up to us as actors who decides who plays who, you know, it's, it's up to the people producing it and, and writing the stories and directing the stories and who are casting these roles that make those decisions. So yeah, there's, there's definitely been, you know, roles in the past, legacy characters anyways, where I've tried to stay away, um, but I've been asked so many times over and over again to, to perform these characters. So. Oh, that oh. must feel awesome. Where you're like, I ain't gonna touch that. And then yes. they're like, please, no, yeah, yeah. you need somebody. Nobody can do it but you. Where I've done, and that's that's a really good Roger Rabbit. You, Thank you. you oh. I, I heard it, uh, <laughs> you know. I don't me. know what I was doing, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna get a copyright strike now. Yeah, but, but yeah, like there have been moments where I've actually backed away and turned down and it was like literally like a couple, like a month or two had gone by and they're like, we're not, we're not gonna work with anyone. We only wanna work with you. Wow. Does that mean like you could go, well, I'll do it for another million? Well, I and you even come back and ask for more. That's not even like even in my mind at that point. It's oh, just you're such an artist. For me, it's still like the respect and and kind of just like you know knowing who was there before you and uh, you know. But it's not up to me. It's if I'd rather I'd rather at that point I'm like, well, I want to make it good at least. Like if they're not going to work with so and so, and they want to work with you know someone, like I'd rather it go to someone that can execute mm. well versus like, okay, we're going to settle on not nice. that person, not that person, but maybe that person. I'd rather just be like, okay, look, you've tried. We tried to work things out. Clearly it's not working out. I'll, I'll step in and, and do the job. Oh, wow. I have, I have a, I have a kind of hot question. What's your thoughts on uh, the current uh, situation where really talented voice actors are losing work to just celebrities? Oh yeah. I mean, that's been around for- That's least. hot. It's a hot. It's still a hot button issue, and uh, I thought you were actually going to go with authentic casting too, with like ra with racial diversity and stuff. Um, Since you're doing Antonio Banderas, but you're and I'm not. I'm not <laughs> like authentically where he's from. Yeah, we do have Indian Ken. Yeah, yeah, Indian Ken. So um, that's amazing. You know, like again, I think with voiceover, it's always, it's never for me ever been about like what you look like, right? And that's the beauty of it is that you can walk into a room and not be six feet or you could be too short or too tall for a role or too wide or... That's too... what it's called, voice acting. Right, yeah. right. It's all about the ability to act with your voice and not about what you look like. And um, there are definite cases where you see a celebrity step into the role and it's amazing. And I think it for me, it really started with Robin Williams as the genie, you know, mm -hmm. like he was a celebrity but he was not, he was like a cartoon, man. Like, he was a great he was genie. Amazing. Yeah. He was amazing. And like, I think the, the, but not everyone can do what Robin did. You know what I mean? That's an anomaly. You know what <laughs> I mean? Just talented. Yeah. Like they, they, they based everything, even the design of yeah. the character looked like Robin. So which celebrity that stepped into voice acting, you're like, fuck this bitch. Get, get them out. That's it's not just, even skillful. It's just obvious when like some folks phone it in. Uh, mm. what I love like you could hear the phone, like the, the, <laughs> they're driving through a tunnel. <laughs> Just like that. Uh, I like it when, uh, a celebrity comes in and they have, uh, you know, Tom Kenny was saying it, the guy who voices SpongeBob. He's like, there are people that do character voices like that, like SpongeBob or people that have voices with character. So like someone like Chris Rock or Eddie Murphy or, or, uh, Seth Rogen. You know. Oh yeah, they already come they with the like yeah. something unique. Like, uh, like, Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. Fake. I found out it's all fake. 
What's that? He's he's still alive. He no, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, he his doesn't, real voice. He doesn't speak. Right, right, right. Was right, right, super right, right. chill. I didn't know that. Yeah, but but you know, it became so. But but you know what? I think he developed that on stage, right? With stand up. Yeah. I think that was part of yeah, his. In SNL, he didn't sound like that. Yeah. So I think it's like when they come in with like something that is so familiar that you're like, oh, it it works, you know, yeah. like for the character, like Eddie Murphy is uh, in, in Mulan, you know, as the dragon Mushu. Oh. So what would you do if you did a take and then the director was like, can you do it more like this? Oh man, I mean, there's there's been <laughs> you don't sound Chinese enough. Yeah. yeah, you don't sound like you're pulling your eyes back yeah. enough. Uh, you know, again, it, it's it's authentic. It's it's great. That's a great. That's a hot. Hot seat questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where I do better Vietnamese accents than Vietnamese people do, right? So uh, then you should get hired for those video games where uh, you know. I should be. I, if there's ever a video game of fighting Viet Cong, that should be me. There, there very well might be. Uh, and if they're not, after they watch this, they're gonna make uh, Vietnamese. But do you just like draw the line and go, "I'm not gonna do that"? You, yes, it's up to you. And I think like. I'll do it. You know, it's crazy too. It's like sometimes they'll call for you like, oh yeah, like we need a Filipino actor. And then like you go in there and they're like, don't do the accent. Just do your normal voice. You know, <laughs> then why get a Filipino guy? They did. They need so it for the, uh, like, say they could have an accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I have a Filipino Canadian accent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's crazy to know now like people are now paying attention to that you know uh, yeah. the authenticity in in not just the performing but i like that if we're going that far down there's authenticity in the storytelling like if you're going to write a story about filipinos growing up in la mm -hmm. you better get filipinos that grew up in la that had that experience you know yeah we're totally out of time but a uh, last question bart loves uh, would you rather fuck your mom or your dad all right i'm gonna go with my brother because he's a brother. mixture of both <laughs> So it's both. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Sorry, I already knew that coming in here. I was like, who am I going to fuck with? <laughs>